0: Listen up, bowlers. Are you looking to gain the mental edge over your competition? Do you ever need that extra burst of all-natural energy during league play? Mindframe is the first all-natural supplement packed with vitamins and all-natural ingredients to keep bowlers at the top of their game. Supports muscle recovery and joint support for the day after that long tournament. You cannot continue to neglect your most important tool, your body, if you want to win. Experience the striking power of Mindframe. Visit s3direct.com. That's s3direct.com. Above180.com, taking your bowling game to the next level. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know, from the latest equipment reviews and coaching to drilling layouts. Now, from Washington, D.C., and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your
1: hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. This is Tim Burke, co-host of the Above180.com podcast. What we thought we would do is go back to some of our earlier interviews in case you maybe missed them or had not had a chance to go back and catch up on all the podcasts. Again, if you want to do that, go to Above180. We have all the podcasts up there, Above180.com. You want to check us out on Facebook, it's Taking Your Bowling Game to the Next Level, and on Twitter, it's Above180 as well. But what we thought we would do is go back over a couple interviews that we thought really resonated with bowlers and we got some really good feedback and were interviews from coaches that we thought could help out bowlers and the first thing we're going to talk to Del Warren about is what he feels is the number one thing that most bowlers do incorrectly and something that is really holding them back
2: well that's 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 a that's a wonderful question um, that's and that's an easy answer um, Uh, The coaches here at Kegel see this every day and at at all levels, um, which is amazing. Most people target incorrectly, completely wrong when when it comes to where the boards are where you slide versus where you lay it down and where you're going. And we play more severe angles today than we've ever played because of the amount of hook that's available on the lane. And uh, you don't need to have a lot of revs to to cover boards. And, you know, the recreational player a lot of time wants to cover boards. There's free hook to the right and so on. But if they would just target correctly, meaning that from the top of the swing to where they slide, that swing comes down on a straight line so that all their energy is going where they're looking. And so, for example, most people have learned how to bowl standing on the big dot, looking at 10. That will automatically cause the ball to go behind your back. It will all automatically cause you to miss left of target. It will automatically close your, cause your elbow to get outside your hand and for you to follow through over your left shoulder. And or you having to redirect your swing where in essence if you're supposed to play straight up 10 you're supposed to slide somewhere in the neighborhood of 17. So automatically a lot of times when people get into our sport they learn targeting incorrectly and I can tell you that by changing somebody's lines and giving them a correct approach you can affect someone's biomechanics in a very positive way by just getting them to target correctly. And I'm very passionate about it because I've just seen data after data after data. And that includes some of the best players in the world that come here that just don't target right. And we get everything in line. We don't change anything physically. And their hand changes, their elbow changes, and their follow-through changes. So I would would tell anyone to check your lines and get with a coach, look at your setup, look at where you're going and where you end up sliding versus what
0: you're looking at and where you're going. And if you get that in a straight line, you're gonna bowl better. You're talking steeper launch angles, basically means if an if individual, let's take your game for example, if you're sliding on 25 uh, with your left foot, your target could be a multiple of targets on the lane near the arrows 15 feet away, depending on your launch angle, correct? Yeah, and we're talking about
2: lining up with, I don't know how much detail you want to get into, but using focal points. Meaning, focal point is a point in space, which we use here, Um, the pins, the slot between the pins. And there are boards that connect it to every pin down the lane. And when we line our college team up, we use terminology like 25, 15, 10. Uh, Which means 25, you're going to slide on 25, you're going to look at 15, and you're going to focal point the 10 board, uh, which is um, a board left of the center of the six-pin. And those lines have to be straight. So if they don't connect, if you couldn't take a laser or a piece of yarn and connect those lines, then you're targeting incorrectly. And your eye and the way the body targets is going to do some adaptation of wrapping the ball around your hip. And you will throw the ball with your arm as opposed to throwing it with your legs um, of getting that ball. And, you know, back in the day when we had, you know, when all this was invented, bowling balls pretty much rolled parallel to the boards. So it was easier to see your target lines because you had lines that were going north and south. Today, we don't go north and south. We go, you know, northeast or northwest, and sometimes due west, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, uh, but it's still a straight line, and we use focal points, and we've got to draw those angles, much like you make a 10-pin. Um, Then To me, that's the number one reason why average bowlers miss corner pins is because that line isn't straight to the center of the 10-pin, even with a plastic ball. If they would just learn that the, the top of the swing has to connect, and if that would come straight down like a roller coaster, down your intended target line, and it was one pure line, and your head was over that target line, people would bowl better. We see it every day here at Kaggle. And they're amazed because when we change them and we put them on cats, their swing gets straighter, their follow-through gets straighter, their balance gets better, their, their speed goes up, their revs go up, and everything just tightens up to the body, and it's easier. So um, especially for that av- 180 average bowler trying to get to 200, all of a sudden the ball wants to go where they want it to go,
0: and it goes there easier. So, so these are things that you can teach any bowler at the Kegel Industries or a Kegel uh, Complex, correct?
2: That is correct.
0: Um, things, you know, I'm amazed at how many 220
2: average league bowlers don't know that the center of the lane is the fourth arrow. <laughs> You're correct. Or that the pocket is somewhere around 17 and a half and that there are multiple boards that you can hit the pocket on. And where that is located relative to where they lay it down, relative to where they're throwing it to. And then, you know, another thing, coaches, that you can do is take your students down to the back of the lane, especially after you've bowled on it, and let them see and feel the oil pattern and let them see where the ball has flared and, and removed oil and let them see the distance from the back of the pattern to the head pin. It will totally change their perspective on what they're trying to do.
1: Del Warren, the vice president of the Kegel Training Center, joining us on the Above180.com podcast. Del, wanted to follow up. You, you mentioned the CAT system, and you guys also do some video analysis down there at the Kegel Training Center. Tell people their first reaction, because everyone has in their head how they bowl and how they see themselves. How is that different when you actually get them on video and take them and show them? And everyone also has an idea of how many revs they get on the ball and how, what their speed, ang- you know, what their speed is and that sort of thing but I would imagine putting the cats in video analysis and showing them actually really changes their perspective on things.
2: Oh, it it really does. And it actually gets, what I love about it is it gets the coach off the hook. Um, Because a lot of players, you know, they say, well, I, I didn't throw that slower or I didn't throw that one too bad or too far to the right. and. You know, the, the CATS immediately gives you immediate feedback. Um, we now actually have new software for CATS that we just unveiled uh, two weeks ago, and allows me to see about six more categories, like the actual lay-down point um, and the actual the actual breakpoint board distance-wise and side-to-side, and side, um, which we were, we're now using for advanced fitting techniques, because um, we can extrapolate that and, and, and really decide whether or not how much grip pressure somebody has. but you're actually right um, and we get you get a variety of reactions from people from wow I didn't know I looked that I, I didn't I look pretty good to wow I didn't know I looked that bad to oh my um, you know and everything in between so uh, but it's really instant feedback that allows people to actually see what they're doing um, and it sees where you know the report doesn't lie after you take 10 shots that report is spit out they can see the information right in front of them and Right then, uh, it's pretty easy that um, where you have to focus your, your energies towards to, to fix. Um, so it's uh, it takes the emotion out of it. Um, there's sometimes there's some initial shock, uh, both good and bad, and uh, and then especially once you flatten the pattern down a little bit, um, and you don't you know you don't have massive dry to the right. Um, and actually, you know, when they miss right, the ball goes right. And they miss left, the ball goes left. What a concept. Um, it, it, and, and then when they come back after lunch and you've made a few changes and their catch is so much better and the ball's going where they want it to go and all of a sudden, you know, you you actually have measurable differences other than score. Um, it's pretty exciting stuff.
0: Um, and the looks on people's faces are, is just, you know, it's what the coaching's all about. Well, well said, Dell. And you know, there's nothing like honest feedback on the lane to help an individual realize exactly how good they are or, or where their game needs work. Uh, now, all of these advances at the Kegel are, are open to individuals, college teams, high school teams. I'm sure. Uh, how do they contact you?
2: Well, they can call one eight hundred. Uh, 280-2695 and ask for the training center. Uh, specifically, you can ask for Brent Sims or my wife Dawn Warren. Um, or you can contact me uh, through uh, my email address, which is dell.warren at Kegel net, and that's spelled K E G E L. Uh, anytime, and uh, or you can go to our website, which is kegeltrainingcenter.com dot com, and uh, we have a calendar on there, and uh, we uh, we have a website that's pretty uh, pretty much updated every day with exciting things. We have uh, junior tournaments here, and we have a uh, a lot of events coming on. Uh, like we have Kelly Kulik, um from Ebonite that'll be here November twentieth, and then. Uh, Wes uh, Malott will be here for our holiday camp um, December 27th through the 29th um, uh, with Storm and it's um, the first time both of them have been here uh, from an instructional standpoint I'm, I'm actually I'm really really looking to have them, both of them here because I want to pick their brain I'm still a big fan of the tour and I know what it takes to, to be at that level and uh, both of them are uh, especially Kelly is a world class coach uh, as well so I'm looking forward to seeing her on the lanes and Get it. And uh, a lot of times, uh, and I will say this to the to you guys and, and the people listening, most people think that to come down to Kegel you have to already be a good bowler. And, and uh, I can tell you that this place is for anyone that wants to improve. Uh, we just had a lady call uh, two days ago. She's 117 average, um, and uh, she actually is here in Lake Wales. She didn't know we even existed. She joined a league uh, bowling center 20 minutes up the road. And she just uh, googled a uh, bowling instruction, and uh, here we are. So she wants to get better, and she's bowling with her friends, and she does want to embarrass herself. And uh, uh, she wants to. She's got a bad knee, so you know we're working around that as well. So this place is for really anyone that wants to get better.
1: And we thank. Del Warren for joining us, the Vice President of Operations for Kegel Training Center. You want to hear that full interview, by all means, check it out. It is on Above180.com. Lots of great stuff in there that we didn't have a chance to get to. Dell talks about some of his bowling days back in the 80s, which were neat uh, trip down memory lane there for Dell. We thought it'd be great to talk to Alita Sill about grip and reverse pitch and forward pitch and really the differences in those and how they can help you as a bowler. So speaking of release,
0: I mean, it all boils down to having a phenomenal fit for your hand to suit your strength, your arm swing speed, your arm length. I mean, there's so many variables that come into play. And and you and I were uh, speaking about it earlier. Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of difficult to a certain extent to get people to change from what they're comfortable with or what they're used to, especially if a bowler comes in and they say well i'm averaging 200 i've had a couple 300s and and then we go and tell them that you know they could make changes in their drilling to help their hand and help their game become better they're not always receptive have you found that to be the same
3: oh absolutely yeah especially um you know when when you're trying to help somebody you know Well, first of all, not grab it, you know, and then you and you change those those finger pitches to a little bit of a way, and they feel like they're dropping it, you know, and they're losing it, and you know, and I have it in my fingers, and I have quite a bit because my fingers are stiffer, and I don't lose the ball. I don't. I just I don't understand that feeling, but they just they feel like they're losing it, and they because they're not feeling that that burning sensation, they think that that's a good thing.
0: You know, and speaking of reverse pitch on the fingers, uh, well, I'll explain it for our listeners. Uh, reverse means going away from geometric center of the ball with pitch. And the older method of measuring would be to kind of ice tong your fingers inward toward your thumb. And what Alita's is mentioning is the reverse pitch can actually create more pad contact on your finger less contact on the actual crease of the finger, but it also can relax relax the, the tendons from being pulled or strained in your span. Does that kind of sum it up for you?
3: Absolutely. And that's what I know. Like, like I was saying earlier, I blew out my tendons at a very early age because of that feeling of it being pinned in the ball and the lifting and, you know, trying to, you know, get something on it. And I mean my hand, you know, when I did it for you know, as much as I was doing it, it just it just couldn't tolerate it. And I think sometimes people, um, because they don't bowl as much as I do, they don't they don't hurt their tendons like I did. But um, you know, when you when you see, you know, those burn marks on the pads of your fingers, you know, or the or the you know, the bruising on the nails, you know that um Anytime I see anything like that, that's a signal that something isn't quite right near fit, and we need to address that to make that better.
0: Exactly, and, and not just reverse on fingers, but if we talk about thumb pitch for a while, I mean, there's been a, a growing trend and change in philosophies from the, the 60s and 70s uh, well into the 80s where bowlers are gradually bringing their pitch inward towards center, and in many cases past geometric center of the ball and they're using forward pitch on their thumb and it's all in an attempt to lessen grip pressure, relax the hand and I think in the days of reactive resin you don't need to hit up on reactive resin you basically need to get it off your hand cleanly with a soft hand and basically just play angles and let the ball do some of that work.
3: Right, the balls are bombs. you don't need to make them work anymore that's exactly right and um that's what I and I try explaining that, and I have to dispel myths every day on that. Um, but you know, once they come in and you get a chance to talk to them, you know, I think I think people are getting more receptive to it. But um, you know, it's 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 it can be tough sometimes with certain you know the older group. Um, they just you know, they, they don't like change. So, like, um,
0: I, I I would agree with that, and a lot of our customers are in their 40s and 50s and 60s, and 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 you're right. I think if you and I and, and other ball drillers relate to them and speak to them one to one, look them in the eye, and explain to them this is why I'm suggesting this change, not just for the sake of change.
3: Right. You know, and then the, and then the other thing is is that they, you know, they, these people, you know, I just had this conversation yesterday. You know, it, it, the guy's got, you know, he's. You know, breaking his thumb open, you know, because he's squeezing it and he's going, Yeah, but, but that's, you know, that's, I like to just grab it and, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I want to hook it more. And, I'm, and I said, y- You know, you're going to get more hook if you lessen that grip pressure. Are they, they're, and that's what the old school was, is giving you that reverse you know, in longer spans, you know, so that you could get out of it. But it's really making you hang on to it longer because you your brain really knows that if you were to relax in something like that, that you're you're gonna drop it. So that's what it does. It holds on to it. And you actually get less rev off your hand because it's like a clip. You can't get it off your hand.
1: Thank you, Alita Sill, for joining us again on the above one eighty com podcast. If you want to check out the entire interview, please go to above one eighty dot com. It is there. It is all- also on iTunes you Want to shoot us an email? Go to above180 at gmail.com. You want to check us out on Facebook? We are at Taking Your Bowling Game to the Next Level. For Tim Berg, Joy Serrar, Del Warren, and Alita Sill, good luck and good bowling.